This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 126. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today we have Kevin Rakestraw. How are you doing, Kevin? Doing pretty good. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you doing? Stupid. You're doing stupid? <laughs> okay. I'm I'm not gonna investigate that. I'm just gonna I'm just no, gonna like, it makes sense to me, Brian. Makes sense to no one else. Okay. But it makes sense to me. Well, what movie do we have you watch this week? Tromeo and Juliet. Tromeo oh. and Juliet picked this in honor of Guardians of the Galaxy coming out this week. Turns out that um, James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, wrote and possibly also directed Tromeo and Juliet. There's some con- conflicting uh, information I have here. Ooh. On Rotten Tomatoes, it says that he directed it along with Lloyd Kaufman, but on IMDb, it just says Lloyd Kaufman as the director. So I'm not a, mm. not actually sure if he directed this or not, yeah. but okay. he had a lot to do with it. The synopsis says, A modern punk adaptation of Shakespeare's classic. Told irreverently, this film attempts to impact the viewer in the same way theater goers were affected in Shakespeare's time. Body, violent, humorous, and romantic. Oh, man. Not sh- yeah. I'm not sure that that's exactly what happens in this movie. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about this? Now, you and I both saw this previously, Ryan, right? I saw this a long time. Yeah, same yeah. yeah, same here. And I honestly don't remember that much. And what is- last night when I was watching it <laughs> What's this going on over there? He's he's vibrating like crazy. <laughs> um alright. I saw this a long time ago. And I remember much of it, and last night I realized why. Um, okay. First of all, the names in this, the, there's just too many ridiculous names. <laughs> I like London and, Arbuckle. Yeah. Mm. And the characters don't, a lot of them don't really stand out. Anyway, so it's hard for me to remember their names, but I'll try. Well, you, you could, you know Romeo Dude. and you know Juliet. Oh, yeah. But like, <laughs> all the cousins and all that shit. Okay. Um, basically. I like Tyrone Capulet. <laughs> <laughs> uh. The story starts and. Tromeo's in love with some other lady that apparently is a big whore and gets molested by her brother. Okay, well, I don't know if that makes her a whore. If, if she gets molested by her brother, I don't know if that... No, I gets molested by her brother and apparently is a big whore. No. So it's both. Because no. she's in one scene... You're getting oral sex while she's talking to Troy. <laughs> so that makes a big horn. <laughs> because, uh-huh. sure, all right, I guess. 
Juliet is also engaged to a billionaire, and she's being forced to marry. And they go to a party in Maine, and they're trying to figure out how to get together. And they have no idea who each other are. And their family's feud always to the point where they get called by the police and don't say a word to the police about who did what. But right after the police let them go, they instantly threaten each other with weapons and... One of the cowbellers gets his head stuck in a window, car window and gets drug along and then thrown into a fire hydrant. I remember that. Uh, F1. Uh, <laughs> um, and then? <laughs> um, they, they get a mask raid and they finally made a place there. And figure out who each other are. Hmm. And Juliet's dad has a big problem with her getting married to someone else because he is set to inherit billions of dollars. Right there. Would be the word. He is standing to make. Any way you look at it, billions of dollars. <laughs> Uh, I'm having trouble following all this. Yes, sir. it's sorry, yeah. or Adam, are you having trouble? Yeah, yes, I am. Are you right along with it? No, I'm having difficulty. Okay. okay. What, what questions do you have so long? I have so many. Well, just so just continue many. your synopsis, and then we'll we'll get into the nitty gritty. So I decided to get married so that. Julia doesn't have to marry this other asshole on their feet is. And they go and get married and they go to Julia or Julia goes to Julia's house. And Julia gets all angry and forces her into a cage, a clear cage, where he tries to rape her. And yes, this is her dad. Just a raper and beater. And he has a computer monitor on his head because Juliet hit him with it. And (laughs) (laughs) she electrocutes him to death by plugging it in. And... Then they fast forward a few years and show the kids of Julia and Julian and all the kids are fucked up and that's the end of the movie. And there's a lot of dumbass quotes. Dumbass like, quotes? Yes. Oh, do they actually use like Shakespearean verse in this movie? <laughs> I don't think it's actual from the play. But like but they try to sound like it a whole lot. Throughout and the entire movie or just big, that's one of the big problems. Is it throughout the entire movie or just 
Yeah. Occasionally. Oh, it's throughout. Throughout. Oh, God. If it's not bad enough already, they, it's like a. But now you have trauma doing yeah, it. They Ugh. riff. They riff on it. Like I remember the one scene where she's like, uh, Juliet's like, uh, "Parting is uh, parting is such sweet sorrow," and then Tromeo's like, "Yeah, it totally sucks." Yeah. <laughs> so it's like stuff and like that. It's just hard to understand. Like I don't know why they don't just speak English. Well, so they, they are. They are speaking English. It's the Queen's English. It's crazy it's, talk English. It's, it's crazy talk. It's all Ryan here. It's a bunch of crazy talk. Bunch of crazy talk. So, what'd you think? I hated it. No. <laughs> it has, I thought, but are you, are you, you're a big Shakespeare fan, right? No, no, no. No, not at all? Mm, I could have sworn you were. No. This, are you a big trauma fan? I used to be, but this may gonna may may not anymore. Wait, when you first saw it, or when? Yeah, I used to like trauma when I was younger, but not too much anymore. Gotcha. Well, I don't know if you could say that you ever liked trauma. It's more like you like it because it's so bad. Like I put up with it. You know, because I mean, it, like some parts make you laugh out loud, but then it's gone two seconds later. <laughs> they don't have those long-lasting laughs that you're looking for. No. I'll tell you, I started watching Return to Newcom High, which was the latest trauma movie, and I didn't even get through it. So. I, I've never understood trauma. I don't get it. It's appeal. I don't get it. They're just I'm dirty. Lost. Like, I just... All, I'm lost. I will say that Class of Newcomb High, I still genuinely like. That one, I will always... That will always have a special place in my heart. A fan of Toxic Avenger. <laughs> Toxic Avenger, too. Sure. I did, yeah, I didn't mind Toxic Avenger that much. But there's, like... All this movie is is like an excuse for dirty, sexual violence, and swearing. So standard trauma stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Had a good. Uh, if I remember, it's ridiculously violent at some point. And of course, it's trauma, so there's all kinds of gross-out stuff too. Yeah. Like lots of fluids and. Nasty makeup effects and stuff. There's a woman who gets her nipple pierced. Oh yeah, I remember that. They show they show know, uh, like a super close up of a woman getting her nipple pierced. I had to pull my. Why? I couldn't watch it. Why? Just because it's trauma, and that's what they do. Fucking trauma. I do remember that this had a really good soundtrack, uh-huh. if I remember correctly. I'm. I haven't. I imagine that you're remembering incorrectly. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you're imagining incorrectly, because the trauma movie doesn't have anything that's good ever. I remember in the newer trauma movies, the ones that came out in the late '90s, they always had pretty decent soundtracks. I remember. Ter- I remember Terror Firmer had a pretty good soundtrack. Let's see here. This has music from Motorhead. Ass Ponies, Unsane, Sublime, Super Chunk, 
the Meat Men, and the Wesley Willis fiasco. Yeah, solid the, soundtrack. The Wesley Willis. The Wesley Willis fiasco. I do enjoy that the name of their song is "Drink That Whiskey." And Lemmy from Motorhead is the narrator of this movie. Also, uh, he he's in like every trauma movie these days. There's lots of girls with penises. Was uh was this the one that had the that penis <laughs> we, that penis monster in it? Yeah, I like the how one, you. Yeah. I just I love these little snippets of information that you just keep in your back pocket <laughs> and just pop them out out of nowhere. Just like okay. oh yeah, by the way, it, there's a bunch of chicks with dicks. It's hard for me to tell you exactly when that happened or why that happened, but I remember it happening. So you just save it. Yes. You just save it and then drop a bomb. I remember that it was in a dream. It was in a dream? That's right. The was... uh, When the penis monster comes out. There's a penis monster now. Like, this yes. shit is escalating. It, yes. it has a face. What? It's about, like three feet long. Okay. It's a big penis. It comes out of some dude's pants. But it's a monster. Oh. So she turns into a, a penis monster. No, she she doesn't turn into it. She like has a giant penis monster. She, well, in in that instance, she said Juliet's having a dream, and she's jerking some dude off, and is a penis monster in his bed. <laughs> what? Okay. Because I'm, I'm reading that takes, she turns into a penis monster. Juliet does this, takes this passion. She turns into. She has a three foot penis. Also. Doesn't she turn into like a cow type creature? Yeah. yeah. So it's a cow it's with, a, with a three foot penis. <laughs> this is what we're talking I just want to make sure we're talking about everything correctly. I think so you just need to see Troma and Juliet. <laughs> and I think you're missing out on uh no that's never gonna was happen. uh was ron jeremy in this one did he he was because I, I know that i'm i know that he started acting in trauma movies later on too i didn't know if he was in this one though it, it says that he they filmed a scene with him but it was the lead oh, okay julia gets raped by her dad a lot and molested by her dad i thought it was her brother <laughs> or is there just it or they, am i thinking of someone well, else uh, but they're all about incest. They can't feel it Good lord. All about incest. Sounds terrible. So you're saying that it follows the Shakespeare classic pretty closely. Yes. It's almost. Juliet also has another house servant for whatever reason that it's some lady that. Just sexually pleases her throughout the movie. <laughs> like that's all she does. That's her job. <laughs> nice. Huh. So let me ask you this. Would you rather watch this or the Baz Lerman version of Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio? Jeez, oh, can I is there an option to just shoot yourself in the face? No. You have to pick one. Damn. Which one? I'd say this one. It honestly but, seems like this one would be more fun to watch. Like it'd be, it'd provide more laughs. I 
I honestly find Lerman to be hilarious. (laughs) The other one's long as shit. Right? That is true. I don't remember how long it was. I haven't seen him for a long, long time. I think the last time I saw it was in school. We actually watched it in yeah, school. Yeah, why? Why? Why did we do that? <laughs> I've always wondered that. Because we had why? terrible teachers that were lazy and would rather put on a video than actually teach us information. Uh, public school. Yeah. Look what you created. Let's talk about James Gunn. So, we know that he wrote this movie. He may have directed it, but he got his start with trauma with doing they used to do these like trauma tv and they make they'd make these like little videos and i guess he did a lot of those and Mm. he Mm. also did he he wrote a bunch of this stuff he wrote scooby-doo the live action scooby-doo movie fantastic and the second one Okay. He wrote the Dawn of the Dead remake. Okay. Which was excellent life choices. <laughs> well, the Dawn of the, the Dead remake was pretty actually the script was pretty decent. That was Zack Snyder's I, first I, movie. I get all them the whatever of the dead. I get all them confused. Dawn the Dawn of the Dead remake was the, the better of all of the remakes, but yeah. Which is the one with uh, oh, the guy from Spawn? The guy from yeah. Spun? Yeah. John Leguizamo. That was Land of the Dead. But I find it interesting that you used the movie Spun to find what? to find John Leguizamo. <laughs> it's the like first. the most obscure. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing I can think of. Spun. <laughs> God, uh, your references are out of control. <laughs> uh, so James Gunn also directed Slither, which was kind of, I, I would say that that was probably his breakout because Slither was very well received by critics. And I think it made a decent amount of money too. I remember seeing that in the theater and just loving it. And I actually rewatched it recently and it, it holds up. And then most recently before guardians of the galaxy, he did, we did a segment mm-hmm. on, in that movie 43 garbage Ooh, awesome. but he also did oh. he also did super which was i don't think it made a lot of money it didn't get a lot of play but i think that that was pretty well received by critics as well i didn't really like it but i think that it just came out at a bad time because it came out after kick-ass and it's very yeah. much like kick-ass yeah it's unfortunate timing because it really wasn't it's not a bad movie but I think Kick-Ass just kind of overshadowed it because Kick-Ass was... Yeah, it, just, it, was, it kind of felt like a poor man's version. Right, yes. Yeah. Did you see Super? I did not. And mostly for that reason because I was like, well, I already saw Kick-Ass. Yeah. There's really no point to see this. Yeah. So I wasn't a big fan of that, but it was extremely violent. It was pretty funny and very very much like Kick-Ass. Uh, so what, do you, what are your thoughts on James Gunn, Ryan? What do you think of him? Um, well, when you listen to his previous work, kind of makes me angry. <laughs> it makes me not like him at all. <laughs> I mean, the movie Slither, that was okay, but uh, everything else was not so okay. It was interesting so okay. when they 
when they first announced him as the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, people were pretty excited for it. They were like, oh, yeah, James Gunn's doing it. He's got a kind of unique vision. and But it's like, wh- what makes you think that? What has he done other than Slither and Super? And He's done nothing. Yeah, like he, he hasn't really done that much. And it's funny because I was the same way. When they announced it, I was like, oh, that's an interesting choice. Yeah, that's going to be cool. But then looking back, I'm like, wait a minute. Really? They, they got you. Yeah. It was like, really? They Slithers? They, they suck you in. Because they announced that shit, what, like two years before the movie even comes yeah, out? Yeah, I think they announced it. Just for that reason. So people go like, oh, man, do, do we think that that's the right choice? It's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who the director of Guardians of the Galaxy is. It would be the same movie. Well, I actually kind of disagree with you there, Kevin. But we'll we'll get into that in just a second. Let's go ahead and give your drum roll, Ryan. What do you give Tromeo and Juliet? <laughs> That's a 2 out of 10 on Tromeo and Juliet. Now let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. To come back to your point, Kevin, I think that judging from the trailers of that movie, it does look like... It's got some of the the style that James Gunn brought to at least Slither and Super. So I think that they did give him some creative control over it. Okay. Fair enough. Either way, I'm very excited to see that movie. And not necessarily based on the director, but just because I think it looks really interesting and different and fun. It's one top ten, so I'm gonna be awesome. Is this the one with the raccoon? Yeah. All right. The raccoon in the tree. Raccoon in a tree. I think it's. Isn't the tree played by Ben Diesel? Yeah. Damn right it is. <laughs> so this is yeah, this is on my list too. It's like number eight because yeah. it's nearing the end of the summer. So by the cutoff, I don't think it'll make a ton of money but it's also the type of movie that i think a lot of people just won't be interested in because the characters are not I, well known i i think a lot of cans maybe i mean i hope it does well because i've heard good things there have been there have been several press screenings of it so far and i heard that it's quite good so i'll be anxious to check it out are you gonna go see it ryan no. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got things to do. I'm not saying I'm interested. I'm just saying I picked it so I hope it does well. Now, Kevin, are you are you going to be seeing this next week? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, no. I'll probably rent this once it comes out, but I won't. Biggest threat to the theater. I don't understand why you guys wouldn't be interested in seeing it. It looks really funny. I mean, yeah. I don't see anything. Is there anything there? True. Um, it's just not my type of thing. Like, I'll see it when it finally like comes to DVD or something. Because I want to experience it on my 28-inch TV. <laughs> With subtitles turned on. <laughs> yeah. In volume it, too. <laughs> That's that's how you're supposed to watch these movies, okay? I'm not doing this going to the movie theater. And quite honest, in all seriousness, I'm getting sick and tired of the movie theater. I used to love it so much, but every time I go, it's just a shitty experience. 
It's funny. I'm, I'm getting sick and tired of the movie theater. It's funny honestly. because part of the reason that one goes to the movie theater is for the theater experience. You know, sit, <laughs> sitting in the theater seats and seeing the giant screen and the great sound and the popcorn and the and the soda and the candy and all that stuff. But these days, so often that experience is a terrible one. Be it from yeah annoying people in the audience to it's mostly it's mostly people to tech mostly people. i've noticed that it's funny too because i've noticed since we've gone to digital you would think that there would, <laughs> be, would be easier there would be less problems in theaters yeah. but that's There's not the case more. there are so There's many problems like, i've seen it with south by oh my god so- dude when we were at south by i had four of the movies i went to had problems and one of the movies that I tried to go to and waited in line for got canceled because of problems. Yeah. I mean, it was like every movie that Ryan and I would go to, they'd be like, well, there's going to be a delay. Oh, no, two, two movies got canceled. I forgot about the raid. It was crazy. I just, I'm just losing interest in the movie theater experience, which is a shame because I love going to the movie theater. I used to at least. Especially like during the day, there's nothing better than going to the mo- to the movies like during the day. I agree. Yeah, just getting matinee. sucked away. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But that's all the time, that's a shit experience. That's why I'm surrounded by waters by my house. Yeah, but just candy and watch movies at my house. That's yeah. And that's what I was going to say. Didn't you didn't you turn your wheelchair into a D box too? <laughs> sort of. Sort. of. I have to get the full experience. <laughs> well, that was what I was going to say. I mean, these days you can, for for a reasonable price, you can make a nice <laughs> home theater for yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it's still not the same to me. It's not. It's not the same. Because you don't have, I don't, there's just something about the movie theater when you walk in. It's sort of, you get sucked out of yeah, real life. You're, you're entering another dimension. You know, there's there's no it's distractions. Like little, yeah, it's like a little time warp. It's bizarre. At least there should be no distractions. Well, yeah, I was gonna say for the for the most part, in, in an ideal situation, there's no distractions. If people were considerate and not pieces of shit. Well, did you see that AMC is gonna start converting their regular seats to recliner seats? What the? F- are you kidding? Yeah, that's. <sighs> well, that'll give, that'll give, work out wonderfully for me. <laughs> because I don't tip at them anyway. And the handicap seating theater sucks. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I love how they just. It's like, where do, where do people in wheelchairs go? Oh, in the front. The very front row. <laughs> the very front row. They had to crick their neck up to watch the entire movie. <laughs> And we definitely had some issues in Austin this year with well, yeah, with seating. Okay. And there's there's old theaters too. Oh, uh, the Paramount was the worst. But and I just love, I love the reactions that you get a lot of times where it's like it's Ryan's fault for being in a yeah. wheelchair. <laughs> like, Man, you, are you in your fucking wheelchair, guy? And they're 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 always like, oh, he can just sit here in the back. And it's like he's not gonna be able to see anything back here. <laughs> It's a it's a complete half the screen is obstructed. Well, because they just think of you as like a folded chair. Like, well, just put them over there. They <laughs> <laughs> think of you as a folded chair. <laughs> oh my! 
All right, let's get let's that's get po- back. That's, that's podcast is superstar stuff right there. <laughs> that's how you win awards. Let's uh, let's get back on track here. Any final thoughts on Tromeo and Juliet or Guardians of the Galaxy, Ryan? Uh, Do you think it's odd that someone who comes from Troma is now making giant multi-million dollar blockbusters for Disney? I kind of do. Everything's especially Are they trying to reinvent Disney? Mm, I don't know if they're yes, trying to. They're trying to. They're trying to reinvent it into trauma. <laughs> I don't know if they're trying to reinvent Disney. It's gonna be interesting. I think that what Disney's doing is they're getting directors that they find to be interesting, up and coming directors on board for their movies. Directors that don't demand a lot of money. And that's why they're getting people like James Gunn and um, Ryan Johnson and people like that to do these movies. I think it's a really interesting choice. I like it. Maybe at Ryan Hall. Shane Black doing Iron Man 3 was another one. I would I would like to see Ryan Hall's. I would. Direct. Oh, my God. The Avengers 5. I would That'd love be... it. I would love it so much if they just hired him to direct a movie and just threw him in there and didn't tell him anything. It was just up to him. I would love to see what happens. It'd be a fantastic movie, I'm sure. I believe in you, Ryan. You can pull it off. Kevin, did you know that James Gunn was also one of the characters in Melvin Goes to Dinner? Was it? Mm-hmm. Who was he in Melvin Goes to Dinner? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> are, you, are you sure? Did you even look that up to see if that was true? No. <laughs> I, just, I remember him being in it, but I don't remember. He was Scott. He was Scott and Melvin Goes to Dinner. I remember that. Hmm. I might have to revisit that one. Been a while. Yeah, same here. It's been a while for that classic. Same here. All right, Ryan. I think that that will wrap it up. Uh, right. Send us your <laughs> questions to podcastfilmpulse.net. We'll be sure to answer them on the show. Follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulse, Kevin and at my legs don't work. And be sure to race on iTunes. We appreciate that very much. Filmpulse.net. My name's Adam. And I'm Kevin. And I'm Ryan. And we'll see you on Monday. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that?